Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today, uh, for your uh, NIV reading, we're in Isaiah 31 through 24, and then for your ESV, Leviticus 7, 1 through 38, and then Acts 7, 1 through 60. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Distress and help. Woe to you, O destroyer, you who have been destroyed, you who have not been destroyed. Woe to you, O traitor, you who have not been betrayed. When you stop destroying, you will be destroyed. When you stop betraying, you will be betrayed. O Lord, be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. At the thunder of your voice, the peoples flee. When you rise up, the nations scatter. You, your plunder, O nations, is harvest, harvested as being by young locusts. Like a swarm of locusts, men pounce on it. The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on the high. He will fill Zion with justice and righteousness. He will be the sure foundation for your times. A rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge, the fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Look, their brave men cry aloud in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. The highways are deserted. No travelers are on the roads. The treaty is broken. Its witnesses are despised. No one is respected. The land mourns and wastes away. Lebanon is ashamed and withers. Sharon is like the Arabah, and Bashan the Carmel, Carmel drop their leaves. Now will I rise, says the Lord. Now will I be exalted. Now will I be lifted up. You conceive chaff. You give birth to straw. Your breath is a fire that consumes you. The people will burn, will be burned as if to lime. Like cut thorn bushes, they will be set ablaze. You who are far away hear what I have done. You who are near acknowledge my power. The sinners in Zion are terrified. Trembling grips the, the godless. Who of us can dwell with the consuming fire? Who of us can dwell with the everlasting burning? He who walks righteously and speaks what is right, who ga rejects game for, from extortion and keeps his hand from accepting bribes, who stops his ears against plots of murder and shuts the eyes against contemplating evil, this is a man who will dwell on the heights, who re whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. His bread will be supplied and water will not fail him. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty, a view, a land that stretches afar. In your thoughts, you will ponder the former terror. Where is that chief officer? Where is the one who took the revenue? Where is the officer in charge of the towers? You will see those arrogant people no more. Those people of, uh, of an obscure speech with their straight incompressed incompressible tongue. Look upon Zion, the city of our festivals. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, a peace abode, a tent with that will not be moved. Its stakes will never be pulled up, nor any of its ropes broken. There the rope will there the Lord will be our mighty one. It will be like a man of broad rivers and streams. No galley with oars will be will ride them. No mighty ship will sail them. 
for the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, it is he who will save us. Your rigging hangs loose, the mass is not held secure, the sail is not spread, then abundance of spoils will be divided, and even the lame will carry off plunder. No one living in Zion will say, I am ill, and the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. Let's go ahead and, and head to your ESV readings. Okay, so now this is your ESV, Leviticus 7, 1 through 38. Let's go ahead and start. In this is a law of the guilt offering. It is most holy in the, the place where they kill the burnt offering. They shall kill the guilt offering and its blood shall be thrown against the sides of the altar and all its fat shall be offered. The fat tail, the fat that covers the entrails, the two kidneys and the fat that is on them at the loins and the, and the long lobe of the liver that he shall remove with his kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It, is, it shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The guilt offering is just like the sin offering. There is one law for for them. The priest who makes atonement with, with it shall have it. And the priest who offers any man's burnt offering shall have for himself the sin skin of the burnt offering that he has offered. And every grain offering baked in the oven and all that is prepared on a pan or a griddle shall belong to the priest who offers it. And every grain offering mixed with oil or dry shall or dry shall be shared equally among all the, the sons of Aaron. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings that met one may offer to the Lord. It if he offers it for Thanksgiving, then he shall offer what the Thanksgiving sacrifice and leaven loaves mixed with the oil mixed with oil and love and wafers smeared with oil and loaves of fine flour well mixed with oil with the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving he shall bring his offering with loaves of love and bread and for from it he shall offer one loaf from each offering as a gift off gift to the lord it shall belong to the priest who throws the blood of the peace offerings and the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow offering or a freewill offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice. And on the next day, he who what remains of it shall be eaten. But what remains of the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned up with fire. If any of, of the flesh of the sacrifice of his burnt offering is eaten on the third day, he, he who offers it shall not be accepted, neither shall be credited to him. It is, a taint, it is tainted, and he who eats of it shall bear his iniquity. Flesh that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned up with fire. All who are clean may eat the flesh, but persons who eat of the flesh of the sacrifice of the Lord's peace offerings, while, 
and uncleanness is on him, that person shall be cut off from his people. And if anyone touches an unclean thing, whether human uncleanness or an an unclean beast or unclean detestable creature, and then eat some flesh from the sacrifice of the Lord's peace offerings, that person shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, You shall eat no fat or of ox or sheep or goat, the fat of an animal that dies of itself, and the fat of the one that is torn by beasts may be put to any other use, but on no account shall you shall you eat it. For every person who eats of the fat of an animal of which is food offering may be made to the Lord shall be cut off from his people. Moreover, you shall eat no blood wherever, whether or of fowl or of animal. If any of your dwelling places, whoever eats any blood, that person shall be cut off from his people. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, Whoever offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to the Lord shall bring his offerings to the Lord from the sacrifice of the peace offerings. His own hands shall bring the Lord's food offerings. He shall bring the fat with the breast, the br- the br- that the breast may be waved as a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be for Aaron and his sons. And and the night and the right thigh you shall give to the priest as a contribution for the sacrifice of your burnt peace offerings. Whoever among the sons of Aaron offers the blood of the peace offerings, and the fat shall have the right thigh for a portion. For the breast that is waved and the thigh that that is contributed contributed, I have taken from the people of Israel out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings, and have given them to Aaron the priest and his sons, as a perpetual due of Aaron and his sons from the food Lord's food offerings, from the day they were presented to serve as priests of the Lord. The Lord commanded this to be given them by the people of the Israel from the land that he anointed them. It is a per- perpetual due throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, uh, of the grain offering, of the sin offering, and of the guilt offering, and the ordination offering, and of the peace offering, which the Lord commanded Moses on Mount Sinai on the day that he commanded the people of Israel to bring their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in your New Testament reading, uh, Acts 7, 1 through 60. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Stephen's speech. At, and the high priest said, Are these things so? And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your land and from your kindred and go into the land that I will show you. Then he went out from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which you are now living. Yet he gave him no no inheritance in it, not even a foot 
for its length, but promised to give it to to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, though he had no children. And God spoke to the fact that his offspring would be sojourners in land belonging to others who would enslave them and afflict them four hundred years. But I will judge the nation that they serve, said God, and after that they shall come out and worship me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. So Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day. And Israel became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs, Joseph, Joseph, sold him into Egypt, but God was with him and rescued him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout all Egypt and Canaan, and great affliction, and our fathers couldn't find no food. But when Jacob heard what there, that there was grain in Egypt, he sent out our fathers on their first visit. And on the second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. And Joseph sent a and summoned Jacob his father and all his kindred, seventy-five person in all persons in all. And Jacob went down from Egypt, and he died, and he and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and had laid in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a sum of silver from the sons of Hamar in Shechem. But as the time of the promise drew near, which God had granted to Abraham, the people increased and multiplied in Egypt, till there arose over Egypt another king who did not know Joseph. He dealt truly with our race and forced our fathers to expose their infants so that they would would not be kept alive. At, At this time Moses was born, and he was beautiful in God's sight, and he was brought up for for three months in his father's house. And when he was exposed, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as his her own son. And Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. When he was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel, and seeing out of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. And on the following day, he, was, he appeared to them as they were quarreling and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, your brothers, why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbor thrust him aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? At this retort, Moses fled and became an exile in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. Now, when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight, and he drew And as he drew near to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. 
And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, from, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. I have, I have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses whom you rejected, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you ruler and a judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer, the hand of an angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is a Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai. And with our fathers, he received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside, and, the, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make us for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses we led, who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idols and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away and, and gave them over to worship the hosts of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring me to me slain beasts and sacrifices? During the forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel, you took up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Rephan, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness, just as he spoke, he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it, according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers, in turn, brought it in with Joshua when they disposed, dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David, who found favor in the sight of God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands, as the prophets say. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did, did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked stiff people, uncircumcised in hearts and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit, as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. The stoning of Stephen. Now when they heard the, these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. But he... But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice, and stopped their ears, and rushed together at him. 
Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him, and the, and the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when they had said this, he fell asleep. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I lift you up, O Lord. I thank you for everything. Thank you for this wonderful story about Stephen's sacrifice for you, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you um, watch over us, keep us safe. Help us to spread your gospel and be as bold as Stephen. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.